Yo, yo, what is up? This is Raphael, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board. I almost forgot my title. And I'm here with my guy, Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mr. Mavs Draft, a.k.a. Magic Draft. And we are going to discuss what we have seen at some of the pre-draft private workouts. Stay tuned. All right, shout out to each and every person that has made the NBA Big Board podcast a success. I really appreciate it. I know Richard does too. So thank you. Thank you so much for making this podcast your first listen of the day. And um, like I said, I just thank you so much for it. And we have a sponsor for the day. And the title sponsor is Price Picks. Check out pricepicks.com. Use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, it is my guy, Richard Stamen, AKA Mr. Mavs Draft here. I'll let him go first. He was in, you were in Miami, is that correct? Yeah, I went down to uh, University of Miami, got to see Isaiah Wong and uh, Nigel Pack, both of them in the draft. Nigel's a lesser known in the draft. Uh, Nigel Pack is the highest paid college player that I know of was it like a two-year $800,000 NIL deal plus a car all right before we even like get into what we saw was that true that that Isaiah Wong was like holding out and threatening to transfer if he didn't get a raise in his NIL deal no uh simply put um there was, there was a lot of miscommunication on what was published and people who were not associated with Isaiah were talking for Isaiah. Um, it was completely untrue from what I understand. That's good. I, I saw like the, the comment that it was true. I didn't read the whole article, but you know, it's like one of the, the saying goes, a lie spreads faster than, than the truth. And it was such a clickbait headline. It's unfortunate that most people probably didn't even like I didn't read the, the, the actual true story or most people are going to care. And now people are going to remember him as this guy that like threatened to leave or, or whatever. And it's going to be, I mean, it's just kind of unfortunate that he's kind of painted in a, in, in a negative picture. All right. So, so tell us about Miami. Tell me, tell me what you saw there. <laughs> First of all, man, that place is, uh, the place is fun. It is beautiful. Uh, it is, it is a well, great he was, place. He was, out, he was out kicking it. He was hanging out. <laughs> Hey, there's a ton of talent there. I, I didn't get to see everybody when I was down there, but uh, the are you talking involved. about talented women or talent as far as players? I mean, I, I've heard people say, you I know, Miami, there's a lot of talent now. there and they may not be talking about basketball players. So <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. Nah, there is. So there's a, you've heard, you know, Taylor sports group, but for those who don't know Taylor sports group, I mean, they get a ton of run, um, I want to say it was like Michael Beasley is down there every year. Trey Mann's been there this year. I know Desmond Bain, John Wall, they were down there in 2020. A uh, ton of NBA guys go down there and play, and a bunch of pre-draft guys go down there to train. Um, I know there were a few people out there that are still training, some pre-draft pros prospects, excuse me, some deeper, some first-round guys. Uh, and, you know, Nicole Jovic just landed out in Miami. So oh, really? maybe I'll go back. Uh, but, yeah, Miami uh, – it, it, first of all, it was, or, or I said, first of all, actually, I'll, I'll let you go and uh, ask another question. I've been talking for like two minutes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know uh, uh, Jovich was out there. Let me see if I can reach out to his, he to is, his agent. He's coming out now or is just got there. Like it's brand new. Yeah. Okay. 
So actually, what's what's funny is the I know Taylor Sports Group. Ronnie Taylor has a bunch of guys going on, and um, there's a, a, a NTX Combine that's going on today here in Dallas. And the owner of the gym is actually one of the founders of the camp, and so. I have a good relationship with him. And I was asking him, like, what pre-draft guys are working out there? And he said, surprisingly, he doesn't have anybody doing pre-draft there. And he just mentioned that, of course, Beasley's there every day. Book Knight is there. Your guy, James Book Knight, is there. And um, he mentioned, um, he's like, the G League MVP is working out there. So um, Trevor and Queen is out there. But um, he said, as of, you know, today, he didn't have a bunch of guys doing pre-draft camp. But he knew some guys were... We're working out in in Miami, so I, I was hoping he had some guys because I have, like I said, I have a good relationship with him. That that would have been some pretty pretty cool access for 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 me to have. So, all right, Isaiah Wong, what what did you pick up in his workouts? Yeah, so the first thing uh, I got to talk with him first of all, down to earth kid, super nice, um, very. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it, just just super nice and did not. You know, there's some athletes that I've encountered that definitely know they are star athletes and they act like it and there are some people who act just very down to earth and Isaiah was one of them uh can't say enough nice things about him uh the things that they worked on were basically shooting touch there were some drills around floaters runners things like that and just holding the follow-through on jump shots the big thing was they did a lot of drills about improving the dip they they held their arm out like this the shot could not go below a certain point and it helps him reduce the dip, but the shooting is really good. Like, I think he has great touch because he has that free throw percentage. that's like almost 80% uh, year in and year out. And I think that's very indicative of how good his touch is. Um, it's just, you know, shooting in game is a little bit more of a challenge because it is a little bit slower of a shot. And then he did some ball handling, uh, advanced ball handling to get some cardio going. It's pretty standard, but uh, just some of the stuff he was doing compared to the other workouts I'd seen was more advanced. And then he did a lot of off the dribble jump shooting. He did fake spins in the jump shots, uh, one dribble pull-ups off fakes, things like that, uh, because that's a big weapon for him is shooting off using his slow jump shot to his advantage. Okay. And then who was working him out? Was it Ronnie or was it someone else? No, um, I'm really mad at me, myself for uh, forgetting. I know his Twitter handle. Um, it's 305 buckets one. I, I forgot his name. I think his name is Joey um but he he trains like uh he's worked with kennedy chandler and a few other guys as well okay yeah i know in miami ronnie ronnie taylor is like one of the go-to guys and then there's a guy named remy workouts and i've seen like quite a few guys work out work out with i think i think remy's actually his main trainer that was just his trainer for the day okay all right yeah because it's kind of like two guys that are really controlling the whole Miami pro scene. But then again, there's some guys that just work out at the university because I mean, the access and the facilities are great there. Now, is that where you were at? You were on campus? Yeah, I was in the practice facility. Okay. Yeah. I remember seeing Joe Johnson used to do a lot of his work there and I would, I would see the videos. I used to just watch so many like NBA training videos, whether it was pros training, I used to want to steal drills and just kind of learn what, what guys are working on in the off season. So Nigel Pack, he is, it's like a guy that put up phenomenal numbers at Kansas state. And, uh, and he, he's not a guy that gets a lot of draft love on Twitter. Do you think he is a, an NBA player? One day. Yes. Uh, this year I, I'd be stunned if he comes out and actually like he's, he's in the draft. He had a couple workouts last week and he has a few this week. 
Um, it, it, unfortunately, was, I was not allowed to find out who the teams were because the teams asked not to share. But um, they, you know, they've had him in workouts and they've been impressed with his shooting. Um, the, the jump shot, look, it's hard to be a six-foot guy. And I'm 5'10". He was just a little bit taller than me. Like, he is definitely a tr very true six-footer. It is hard to be a six-foot jump shooting player primarily. But the big thing, like, it, it, was, it was a very light workout. It wasn't even, like, with a true trainer. I don't think it was his dad just running him through shooting drills. And one of the things they did was they would do 100 shots, 20 at each spot. I, I don't know if he missed more than 15 shots the entire way. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, and I'm probably exaggerating, but he he's nuts. Like the, the low dip on the shot makes up for the height. And he has unlimited range, beautiful touch in every single level. And he worked a lot on finishing over bigs. So if he can create for others, I think he actually really could be one of the undersized guards that makes the league. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know he put up huge numbers, but... I mean, for him, it just absolutely makes zero sense for him to enter the draft because he's getting 800000 from Miami. I guess it's over two years, but, I mean, that's almost as much as a two-way. And if you're not guaranteed a two-way, if you're a second-round pick, then it just makes more sense to stay. I, I heard a story. I won't mention the player's name, but I heard a, a guy that was selected in the second round of last year's draft. He was in the high... 30s if if i'm not mistaken and he ended up only signing a g league deal so his agent wasn't able to get him i mean of course second round for those that don't know second round picks aren't guaranteed it's pretty much what your agent can negotiate and so he went to a team and they pretty much said we don't have a lot of money or i guess they weren't willing to spend the money so the guy got a standard g league contract which is like 35,000, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it's like $7,000 a month over five months, if I'm not mistaken. This guy would have made a lot more money if he had stayed in, in, in school. And so, I mean, just show, I mean, this was even before NIL. I'm sure he was probably getting more than $37,000. So, but yeah, for a guy like Nigel Pack, it just makes a lot of sense to stay in school because, um, you know, the money's so good right now. And then um, before we go into the next segment, actually, I, I want to talk about a guy that is actually from the hometown, Nigel Pack's hometown, who I saw in Times River, New Jersey, and that is Jake LaRavia. And um, I'm going to switch it up. I'll let Richard ask me the questions about what I've seen on, on a couple of my, uh, on my workout tour. Stay tuned. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and we know that you will too. Prize Picks is easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over or under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times any entry, and it is just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Price picks is safe and it offers fast withdrawals. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Price picks offers any prop that you can think of from point score to rebounds and steals. And it allows mixed sports entries. So you can take the over on LeBron James and the under on Patrick Mahomes. And Price Picks doesn't just offer NBA, they have options on college basketball, college football. NFL, Major League Baseball, Soccer, MMA, and more. And for a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. 
users will get $50 free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. But you must use the code NBA. That is right. This is an exclusive offer available on available to locked on fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA and you get $50 free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. All right, our next partner has a product that I literally use every day, and I started taking Athletic Greens because I was doing a lot of traveling. Like, if you have been paying attention to my podcast or have been listening, I spent this past season in Europe. And then once I found out my wife was pregnant, she left in January to come back to the States, and I wanted to be there for every doctor's appointment. So I would spend three weeks in Europe, one week in the States, going back and forth, and it was killing me. I was exhausted. So I came home one day, and there was a big box of Athletic Greens that the people that locked on sent me, and I've been using Athletic Greens, and it has definitely helped because with one scoop of Athletic Greens, I absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, and they help me start my day right. It has this special blend of ingredients that support gut health, nervous system, immune system. And for me, it was more so about my energy. And Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover, which cost him over $100 a day. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own. And right now, it is time for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your gut health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back. This is Rafael Barlow. Have my guest, Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mavs Draft. So, all right, it's, it's on you. Now, ask me what <laughs> what Man. you want to know from a fan or, or just draft perspective. Yeah, so uh, a couple things, starting with, uh, and just talk to me about the jump shot. How did it look? Because I know it's very pure. Um, does it look just as good in person? Like what, what was some of the stuff you saw in terms of shooting that he did in the workout? Yeah. With Jake, I, um, I, the first day I got there, first of all, Tom's river, New Jersey is like on the New Jersey shore. So I had like this travel day where I had to go from Dallas to Chicago to New York. Once I got to New York city, I had to take a, like a bus from the port authority to Tom's river, So by the time I got there, it was probably like six o'clock and Jake was on his 9 p.m. workout. So that was the first workout I saw, which can be a little tough because depending on how many workouts a guy got in a day, you know, he may be tired. But the shot was money. I mean, it was a flick of the wrist. It was effortless. And um, he, he just did a lot of shots on the move. And then the next day, like I got a chance to like spend the whole day and I did a, a little mini documentary so you can check it out on nbabigboard.com it was like a day in the life of um jake laravia and kevin mccullough jr and like he was doing a lot of stuff off the dribble like he was really working on offensive creativity tough spin move shots maybe not shots that he'll 
take in a game, but just the touch and and how effortless it was was, was pretty impressive to me. Yeah, the, the shooting, I, I fully buy it, obviously. How tall did you get an official measurement? No, I didn't get an official measurement. And it's kind of tricky because, you know, you you never know how tall a guy is until he goes to the combine. I've talked to quite a few agents over the last couple of weeks and, you know, they give me these heights and everybody's height is taller than what they're listed at on the, the school website. And so I'm just kind of like, we'll see. Because <laughs> especially for me writing with NBA Big Board, I want to have the accurate heights and, and measurements. And, you know, it, it's just kind of tough because, you know, we don't know until the official heights come out. But I would say he was a legitimate 6'8". I'm not the best at measuring a guy visually because I'm 5'6". So everybody is uh, <laughs> looks looks taller than me. But no, I, I'd say he's a legit 6'8 in shoes. Okay. Yeah, that's – I've always – yeah, as long as he's not like 6'7", I think he's good. Um, one of the knocks for him has always been just like, you know, he's an okay athlete. Mm-hmm. Did you get to see any athleticism drills, like first step stuff, uh, where he was doing, you know, hard explosion shots, anything like that? Like what, what did you see around the athleticism department? Um, it was about what I expected about what it looks like on, on video or whatever. Um, I think he's a pretty decent athlete when he's like going downhill, but as far as just like driving and you know finishing like above the rim in the paint on the drive like that quick twitch vertical pop now I would say he he has that but I think like he is a good athlete and I guess the 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 biggest concern about athleticism is how it translates on the defensive end and I think he's a good defender he moves his feet well and he has the strength to you know be able to defend multiple positions he can defend fours and, um, and so I, I even watched some film that his agent sent me where he had some possessions against Ben Carroll and Ben Carroll wasn't necessarily able to like bully him like he does other guys. And Ben Carroll wasn't able to like blow by him either. And I think he's a smart defender, but I think his strength and his footwork makes up for like this crazy athleticism or lack of athleticism that he may have. That makes sense. Yeah. I like him on defense too. I think he's uh you know, he gets a bad reputation for that for whatever reason, just almost stereotyped into being a bad defender. And uh, I think he definitely negates it. What what was uh, the most impressive thing you saw at the workout from him? The shooting, I would say the shooting and just uh, he's worked on his ball handling a lot. And so he did a lot of drills where he was creating off the dribble. So it may be like a, a in and out step back. It was a lot of Shots that you would expect to see a guy that is the the top dog on the team, like the number one offensive creator. He was taking a lot of those shots. It wasn't necessarily because he thinks that's his role, but it was just working on just everything. And so his his trainer, uh, a guy by the name of man, I can't think of his last name. It just slipped my mind. His name is Al, but Al has been with Oladipo the last few years, and he was with Oladipo. I believe the year that Oladipo made the big jump in um, in Indiana. So he was saying that he was working on making sure Jake increased his, his bag, as he would say. So a lot of the drills that he had Oladipo doing, it was, was drills that was, that Jake was also doing. 
All right, in the next segment, I interview Pete Michael, the founder of the NTX Combine that is taking place in Dallas, Texas. But before I get into the interview, I want to talk to you about Built Bar, and that is because summer is coming up. I'm actually in Vegas right now, and it's almost summertime here. It's not, well, it, Vegas weather is summertime everywhere else, but not like Vegas summertime, so you get what I'm saying. But with summer coming up, you're going to need some food on the go. I've been crazy, crazy busy. I think I've only been home like in my apartment like three days so far this month. So I've been crazy busy and I have to keep a Built Bar with me simply because a Built Bar is a healthy snack that is delicious. And I don't like to sacrifice delicious food for health. So with Built Bar, I can have both. It is easy. And if you want to try it, just go to Built.com. And all the built bars and puffs are covered with 100% real chocolate. That means with a built bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. If you haven't tried the puffs, I'm suggesting you give it a try. People are going crazy over the puffs because they come in these different flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. And who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And the cool thing is they are only 140 calories. If that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try one of the Built Bar Mix Boxes. And the Mix Box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. And Built Bar makes sure there's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the white chocolate. I love the white chocolate. I call it the Jason Williams. And most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. If you compare that to a candy bar, that's usually 240 calories. 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. You don't believe me? Go to built.com, check it out yourself. You can see some of the flavors banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, so many more. All are delicious. I mean, there's new flavors coming out all the time. So check them out at built.com. And if you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order at built.com. All right, here is my interview with Pete Michael to discuss the NTX Combine and why Pete believes it is going to be the best NBA pre-draft combine outside of the official NBA Combine. All right, this is Rafael Barlow, host of the NBA Big Board Podcast, and I am live here in Dallas, Texas at the North Texas Combine with my guy Pete Michael. And so is it the North Texas Combine or is it NTX? It's the NTX. NTX, NTX. Combine? Yeah, which right, stands so, for North Texas. Okay. All right, so I was there last year uh, when it was the Myrtle Beach International Combine. I don't want to leave out international. And it has moved to the North Texas area. What made you decide to switch it to Texas? Well, you know, one, I live in Texas part-time. So uh, the area that I live for me is the most business-friendly area that I've ever been in my life. It's the best place to network, which is Frisco, Texas. And I was able to through the Congress of Chambers and through other entities, I was able to acquire up to 15 sponsorships from different organizations, Fortune 500 companies, as well as local businesses. And I've always been a fan of Frisco, even when I didn't live in the area. And it, it just kind of validated my point that is, it's the best networking city in the world. And I had a lot of sponsors support me, number one, and number two, I thought I would have a ton of support with my volunteers and with my help. And then all the retirement NBA guys, the majority, they live in Dallas and Houston. So it's an easy commute here. Um, when I was in the NBA in the front office, we did a ranking of where the scouts live. Dallas was number one of all cities with NBA scouts. So it makes it an easy trip 
for the scouts to come here to see the players. So we're doing all this for the players and we are bringing NBA scouts here. So I really wanted to do it in an area that would be beneficial for myself, for my staff, and also for the players. Okay. So there are a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are multiple combines that players who are looking to get the attention of NBA scouts outside of their, or once their college basketball career is over, why NTX Combine? Why, why, if I'm an agent, why would I send my guy to NTX over some of the other combines that are out there? Well, first we we had a group of 200 names and we picked 24 players, so you know that's a little over 10 percent. So, as far as the agents, um, they will want to bring their player here because first of all, we have an international airport, so it's an easy trip here. Uh, we're 20 minutes from downtown and from the airport. Also, we put players in a five-star hotel, which nobody else does. We've picked up players in Rolls Royces. We have done everything that we need to do to accommodate players and make them feel special. Uh, we have meeting space for up to 100 people. We have nightly uh, mixers, which are you know networking events. So we have it all. This is not just a basketball event. This is a sporting. This is a... This is not just a basketball event, it's a networking event as well. The idea for me is to have this be the greatest networking event of the year, every single year. Um, to bring thousands of people from around the world here to Dallas and this be the place to be, to see the great competition. This is my goal and this is what's gonna happen. So I'm on my way there, this is year two. Um, the idea is by year five to have all the European teams here, all the Asian teams, all the NBA teams at the same time. What, what Portsmouth has done over the years has been great. They have given young men an opportunity to be seen in front of NBA scouts. So anytime I see that, it's a positive for the game of basketball. What Me as a person, my integrity and who I am, I'm all about helping the game of basketball. I'm about helping players. So if it's Portsmouth or if it's another combine overseas or Europe camp, whatever it is, these are great for basketball. So I'm positive, I'm with it. I'm fortunate that Portsmouth has existed so long because it's produced many players. My event is unique. It's an international combine, number one. And number two, we have TV, up to 75 million households. Nobody can compete with that in the world. Nobody can do it. The only way they can do it is to put the money up to do it. And we don't ask the players to pay for anything. They don't pay for flights, they don't pay for food, they don't pay for hotel, they don't pay for transportation, and this is what the key is. If you really want to get back to the game, this is how you get back to the game. So right. me and my business partner, Ernie Cambo, have really put on a great exhibition for the scouts to be here in a world-class facility, and we're going to continue to do it. So now there's no competition with any other combines because the TV kills the competition because the TV is what really matters to the players. This will be broadcast in WGN Chicago. It'll be broadcast in Mexico, in Canada, in LA, New York, all the major cities. So nobody can give you that. I mean, 75 million people, that's an ESPN Finals um, game. So this is what we're competing with. We're not competing with anybody else on a combine. This is national, what we're doing. I mean, that's the exposure that someone that is looking to get the attention not only of NBA scouts of international scouts that is the type of exposure that that I mean you can't you can't pay for in a sense as, as a player I guess it's the right. equivalent of playing in the NCAA tournament in, in a sense all right speaking of players just talk about some of the players that that you have here that that are at this that 
that are at this combine that have made the trip to Dallas? Yeah, so, you know, one guy that sticks out really well is Royce Ham Jr. He went to UNLV. Um, the reason why he sticks out is because his game translates to the NBA. Um, Royce played with some really good players. You know, one guy averaged 20 points a game in UNLV. So he played with some guys that really put it up. But I will tell you this, you know, averaging nine points and nine rebounds in college, those are pretty good numbers. So, uh, and that's without having a ton of looks. So we think Royce has a high potential, a high ceiling to be able to come in and show scouts that, first of all, his size and length is matches up with NBA players. Because as a former scout, I understand what these guys are looking for. And they're looking for size. They're looking for wingspan. That's why we do the combine testing, and we make that available to all NBA scouts. So, you know, we have a lot of guys coming in. Um, Thomas Bell, he went to UNT, um, University of North Texas, so he's more of a local guy. We thought that was great to have someone local, um, but he's a good player, so we brought him in. Um, there's other – John Fulkerson played at Tennessee. I think his game is more – He when I watch him on film, he looks like a European guy because he has that great footwork. He's fundamentally sound. He's left-handed. He's crafty. He's not as quick and explosive as you see NBA guys, but as you see in the NBA, the European guys are a premium. So I think he's one of those guys that could have a chance. And, you know, then we have Aaron Wheeler, who went to St. John's. He turned it on late in the season, and I thought he did a really good job of finishing the season out well. It didn't start off great for him, but he ended up finished the season off well. So we, we have a lot of good names like that, and we got great coaches as well. So – you know, Jacob Young with the Oregon, left hand, lefty finisher, can really get to the basket and finish. I really like his game. Um, he has a lot of things to work on, but you can see the potential. You can see the potential, and you can see the upside in his game. So we're looking at upsides. And then I'll go back to a question you asked me about why agents would want to send a player here. Well, I got contacted by over 50 agents um, beforehand to be able to see if they can get their players in. And these guys are well-selected. First of all, by talent first, by position, and then by size. NBA plays small, except if you're Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers play with the biggest starting lineup in the NBA this year. Three bigs at the three, four, and five. And I think what Cleveland is doing is starting a trend back to play with bigs. They had a ton of success this year before Ricky Rubio and a few other guys got hurt playing big. So, um, so we're looking for you know more of the Golden State style where they play – four out, one in, Draymond Green being 6'6". Six, six. So we like that style because most teams are going to that style. So we're looking at both styles, and my coaches, Mike Bibby, Ty Ellis, uh, Bob Thornton, these guys have been the guys that's really picking the players. Okay, all right. So what can the players expect at this combine? Like what are some of the things that they will be drilled on or tested on that, that will help them get the attention of not only NBA scouts, but international scouts? Well, they're doing all the combine testing that happens in Chicago next week. So you have the body fat, you have the vertical leap, you have the hand size, the wingspan, you have all those. And the NBA scouts love looking at it. We got one scout here, Brian Pauga from Utah Jazz. He's here in the building now. Brian has been a director of scouting with the Timberwolves. He's also won two championship rings with the Spurs. So he is well respected as, as they come in the NBA world. He's been in it for 20 years. So I know him personally, and he always loves the wingspan of players. That is what he really looks for. So, you know, some guys they might measure at 6'5", 6'6", wingspan. That's not going to get it in the NBA. You need to be seven foot or longer wingspan, and your hand size has to be really good. So 
All those are taken into account when scouts are looking at players. And also we make this available to the European teams. And they're starting to get with the NBA mentality where they're looking for the wingspan as well and the height and the length and all that. So, you know, we, we try to do our best to help these guys. And I think I brought in the best staff. We have personal trainers. We have the guys that's going to measure the height, weight, and all that. But then also we have a good group of volunteers, um, you know, staff that's helping me. Uh, my assistant, Tiffany Williams, she's doing a great job of making sure the scouts have their credentials and also my sponsors as well. So, you know, I'm kind of coordinating everything, seeing over 100 things a day, and I think it's great. I mean, this is my week to shine, and I'm going to make sure that everyone understands that NTS Combine is the premier combine in the world. All right, so you, you have fans that are able to come. Where can the fans get tickets, and and where can they follow the combine? Yeah, so they can, first of all, they can get tickets on ntxcombine.com, ntxcombine.com, and also on our IG page, which is NTX Combine. They can go there. They can follow all the coaches that signed up. They can also look at every single player. They can get daily uh, pictures and photos and, and videos. So I think um, we are well positioned for people to come here. We're in a major city like Dallas. Everything's close. You know, I know a lot of families have been calling because they want tickets and things like that. So we're welcome everybody tomorrow. We can't wait. And we, we also got um, George Lynch, the ex-North Carolina Tar Heel and Philadelphia 76ers. He's going to do a play-by-play for us. So we have a great group of guys here. Okay. Now where's the location at? The location is in Duncanville, Texas at the Duncanville Fieldhouse. All right, that is Pete Michael, the founder and director of the NTX Combine here in, I mean, it's the Dallas, Texas area, but NTX is, stands for the whole North Texas region, which, as you know, is, is a massive reason, region. But if you are in town and you want to check it out, come to the Duncanville Fieldhouse in Duncanville. It's on Main Street. And then also, um, last question, where can they watch it at live? So, um, so what we're doing is we create a YouTube page. And the YouTube page is NTS Combine. So the YouTube page is what's broadcasted live. We're rebroadcasting it to cable TV. So the major networks like the MSG in New York, like in LA, and also WGN in Chicago. Um, we got the Houston, we have Fox Sports here in Dallas. So we have all the major, the same places that you watch your local TV on, your NBA games are gonna be the same place this is broadcast. So we didn't reach the whole United States, but we got the major areas, which are Texas, California, Florida, New York, Canada, Mexico. So we've hit all the big spots. So you can look anywhere in the world to be able to find this event. All right. Yeah. NTX Combine on YouTube. Once again, this is Rafael Barlow with my guest Pete Michael, founder of the NTX Combine. Check it out. Well, thank you for, for checking out my podcast thank you for for making this nba big world podcast a success now make your second or your third listen of the day the lock on nba podcast from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals the locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams once again i'm rafael barlow this is the nba big world podcast and my guest is richard stamen aka mass drafts one of the best draft follows on twitter and we are out <laughs>